am here with Megan Copeland. And welcome to today's episode, where we discuss the topic of millennials and the current culture of corporate America. On the last episode, we talked about the topic of diversity and inclusion and stated that having diversity is just one part of the story, but how well that diversity works together is key, right? Mm-hmm. Very much so. Right. So, coming of age. Well, one of the largest generations in history is about to move into its prime, y'all, in the next upcoming years, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Millennials are poised to reshape the economy. Their, uni- their unique experiences will change the ways we buy, and sell, forcing companies to examine how they do business for decades to come, right? Right. I like that because if you look at Amazon, for example, Amazon growing up 20 years ago was around, but it was nowhere near what it is now. No. And if you look at now with the the changing of technology and the workforce, like they're the number one. Yes. It, it, it's interesting, right? I love it. So who are the millennials? Well, It's a different world, a different worldview. Millennials have grown up in a time of rapid change, giving them a set of priorities and expectations that sharply differs from previous generations. So the millennial cap is roughly from the 1980s up until the early 2000s, really 2000 head on, right? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. So In essence, we have four ways millennials will transform the workplace in 2018 and the years to come. So you ready to hear that, Meg? I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Yeah, she's over here dancing. (laughs) I wish they could see me. (laughs) We're going to have to do some. We have to do a video podcast one day so they can actually physically see us, right? I know, because I have a mean cabbage patch. Remember cabbage patch? (laughs) (laughs) I remember, I remember. My mom used to do the that. Butterfly, oh, oh, that's oh. Let me see, it's a zero. Guys, don't don't pay Meg any attention. Yeah. <laughs> so the first one we have is millennials. They'll set new standards of leadership. There are three important factors culminating in a surge of millennial leadership. First, baby boomers are starting to retire, creating a power vacuum that can only be filled from the bottom. Right. Right. Second, they've taken over as the largest population in the workforce to date, which makes sense as the baby boomer generation generation tends to trickle out and retire and move on, right? Mm -hmm. Third, they're getting older with the oldest members of the generation entering their early to mid-30s. And with that age, they're growing to be more experienced. Yes. Even now, millennials hold about, Meg, 20% of all leadership roles. Oh, wow. Which is really interesting. I didn't know that, right? Yes. And that percentage is set to grow in 2018 and beyond, obviously. So millennial leaders will prioritize values, ethics, flexibility, and also feedback. And while they're likely to be more timid than previous generations, they may also hold stronger convictions. Either way, they're about to define a whole new generation of leadership and also influence. Yes. That's cool. That is cool. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) The second one is they'll start preparing for Generation Z. Millennials are getting older, obviously, with time. But remember, there's a lower there's a lower bound to those generational borders. Through definitions of the next generation, the demographics vary. And that generation is starting between the mid-1990s and the mid-2000s. It's like my brother's age. And my brother is 13. 
Oh, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's roughly his age, which is so weird to think about. Yeah, that's a big age gap. <laughs> Huge age gap, right? Wow. The third one is they'll push harder for diversity and inclusion, as we talked about in our last episode. Millennials feel strongly about diversity and inclusion for several reasons, Meg. Okay. They're the most diverse generation we've ever seen to date, and they're naturally more enthusiastic about their own philosophies and political battles, as you've seen in today's society and world, right? Yes. With more millennials taking the helm of leadership positions, even in major companies, we're bound to see a bigger push for diversity and inclusion programs and also incentives. Mm-hmm. Number four, they'll settle down. <laughs> One day. <laughs> One day, right? Hmm. Most scorners will tell you that millennials are notorious job hoppers and no, they're not. unable to commit to any one employer. To an extent, that's true, but it's most likely because of their age rather than their generational characteristics. Pew Research shows that they aren't job hopping any more than Gen X did when they were of similar age, right? Right. But by 2018, with more stable company positions and more experience under their belts, millennials may be ready to settle down and start showing more employers loyalty. Right. And I just want to pause there because that that is a key component, you know. I hear, I read a lot of articles and they always talk about, oh, millennials are job hoppers, they can never sit still, but... Again, you have to realize, and I'm just speaking from my own personal preference because I am in the millennial generation. Again, I have a bachelor's degree and a master's degree. And to an extent, I'm debating on if I want to go into a PhD program just given the cost. Go. But I have $100,000 in student loan debt. I'm just going to be quite frank. There's no way for me to sugarcoat it. And so, yes, we want more money because the, <laughs> the salaries that we may currently be making, they're not enough. It's not so enough. we have to go work full-time jobs working 40 hours a week and then on top of that we're going home to work you know become a bartender or we're serving until midnight and then we're going home and repeating the process over and over and so you know yes if we bounce around if i'm making let's say if i'm making sixty thousand dollars and i'm going another corporation recruits me and they're offering me 30 more thousand dollars i'm gonna jump and go Mm -hmm. it's just straightforward you know so to that point it's 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 kind of a, a a balance if that makes sense yes So if you ask millennials and boomers today what companies they value most, you'll get a very, you'll get a variety of different answers there. Mm -hmm. And if brands want to make an impact with the consumers of the future, they need a clear mission, right? Mm -hmm. The millennial generation, as I mentioned again, is the largest in history, significantly larger than the baby boomer generation. And it's reported that $24 trillion of wealth by 2020 will come from the millennial generation. And if you look at that, just given all of the startups and the different things that millennial generations are doing, that's kind of cool, right? That's a lot of money. (laughs) Yes. And so what about you, man? What you got? I want to take you back. Ooh. I know. What you got for me? I know. I want to talk about my favorite cartoon. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. What what were your favorite cartoons growing up? Oh, Meg, I would have to say my favorite cartoons, obviously Power Rangers. Uh, And that was even the cartoon. They turned into a cartoon eventually, but there's more so a TV show. But I have to say Rugrats was one. Gargoyles, because I loved action figures. I love gargoyles. Mm -hmm. And... The infamous The Magic School Bus. <laughs> oh, wow. I love The Magic School Bus. I didn't school. watch that. I love The Magic School Bus. You were missing out. The Magic School Bus was very informative, and it taught me a lot of life lessons about the human body, myself, and Mrs. Frizzle was dope. 
Okay, I gotta look that up when I get home. But I know. But you know, I used to be in love with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. Michael, what? I, I forgot their name. Michelangelo, but, uh, Michael, Donatello, Leonardo, Donatello, <laughs> and the other ones. <laughs> I used to love Ducktales as well. Oh my God, Punky Brewster, the Smurfs. The Smurfs, yes. Yes. <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> I used to love that show. And um, and I used to, I love, like, I have an old soul. I love old school Anita Baker, Mahalia Jackson, mm-hmm. that Key Sweat, the OJs. <laughs> I mean, I love old school songs, right? So, right. And this was one of my favorites. Remember what? this one? What? Remember this one? Oh. <laughs> Hey, that's my jam. I know oh. it's Friday. Right, rest in peace, Aaliyah. That that's awesome. I, I yeah that that one that'll never get old to me. Never get old. Never get old. Never, <laughs> never, 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 never. So in talking about you know the millennials, the baby boomers. The Gen X, um, I have some information for you. For me, boomers live in the past, right? Mm -hmm. And have ransomed the future. And Gen X acknowledges that what has gone before, learned from it, and resolves to shape the future into something better. Gen X also has the benefit of possessing the best characteristics of both the boomers and the millennials and none of the downsides. Gen Xers know how to work hard and know how to play hard oh, as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they also they are also very industrious. Mm-hmm. And boomers really don't understand the internet and millennials were raised on it and Gen X created oh, it. Oh, I like that. Now listen, now we're not knocking the, the baby boomer generation here. Let's just make that clear. We're just speaking <laughs> facts here because we don't want anyone to come beat us up. But. Uh, no, don't come beat us up, especially <laughs> my auntie. You don't know how to work the internet. She be how you how you attach something to the email. I didn't show you 20 times. Yeah, my grandmother hates cell phones. She's like, this new generation, all you guys do is carry your cell phones in your pockets and your hips and on your ears and on your nose. And I know. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I know, sick of it. Yeah, and Generation X also transformed the 80s and owned the 90s. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, like we said before, they were raised in an era of technology where that was common. Like we say, we, you know, Gen X created technology, basically. So Devontae, with that being said, what do Gen Xers want? Well, I would say Generation X has some specific workplace characteristics mm-hmm. and also made core values that affect its members' motivations, right? Mm-hmm. So Gen Xers value work-life balance and they want immediate feedback or rewards. Mm-hmm. According to Farley Dickinson University Magazine Online, independent independent and often entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial, they focus on completing tasks rather than how many hours they put in exactly also stimulation and flexibility wow if you want to keep your gen xers happy on the job give them something challenging and let them arrange their own work hours Mm -hmm. to complete the project yeah you know again flexibility is important as we continue to progress in the 21st century Mm -hmm. i can't stress that enough and you'll start to see a lot of corporations doing um allowing your uh employees to work from home and people like that you know Mm -hmm. i want to i like the fact that if i want to go on vacation and there's, I know there's a big project that I'm going on vacation on that I had to complete that I can go work in Dubai and just be remote. So they, they, they like that flexibility. 
also, yeah. Meg, yes. what would you say for the baby boomers? Yeah, I love the baby boomers. Like <laughs> I said, that's my spirit animal. So many of uh, many of the baby boomers are running businesses and major corporations today, uh-huh, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. And that's that's um, also in their younger years, you know, they believed that they were going to change the world, just like us millennials, right? Yeah, just like <laughs> you know, every, the Gen Xers as well. We're gonna um, be old one day too. I know exactly. <laughs> and then we got the what the Gen Z. You're gonna be talking about us. Yes. <laughs> I know, and that and that means that the boomers at the top levels of management will continue to stay there while Gen Xers and millennials are unable to move up the chain of command. I don't think that's true, though. I don't. Either. In a sense, I don't either. I think I'm... in a sense it is, but in a sense it's not. Yeah, I, it, I agree. Yeah, it, it really just depends. So, yeah, but I think you know um, we all working together for the common goal. I mean, you know, I think that's important. I agree, and. Current current state, um, I think it's important. So as a millennial population tends to trickle into the workforce and, like you said, move into these leadership roles, I believe in reverse mentoring. Mm-hmm. So I know for me coming in, I'm always picking senior leadership's brain because I'm curious to know what was it like when you first came into the workforce? Mm-hmm. You were in the same boat I, as I was, so we can learn from one another. And then today they can learn from what's hot and what's not in the millennial population, you know? Exactly. And that way they can, we can learn together, as you mentioned, right? Exactly. We can learn together. So guess what, Meg? What's up? What's up? Again, what's up, what's it up? is my favorite time. It is resource, resource offering time. <laughs> <laughs> so for all of you millennials out there and also Generation X, X. You forgot? Not, yeah, I did. You are about to say Generation I was, Z. I was going to say Z just that no, fast. No, they, they're 13 years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first offering that we have for you is from Chelsea Cross. She has had a passion for empowering millennials since she was just 16, which I think she's about 26 now, roughly yes. my age. Today, Chelsea's one of America's leading millennial influence and in millennial marketing and brand strategists, and she's a highly sought-after keynote speaker and media personality, and she is the host of Millennial Talk as well. And her passion for empowering the millennial generation has shaped her brand in her current business. And so you can find her on YouTube. Again, that's Chelsea Crossed with the K, LinkedIn, and lynda.com for tips and additional resources. Also, there is a book for both millennials and the boomer generation called... Millennials versus Boomers, Listen, Learn, and Succeed Together. This book is by by Eric Harvey and Savannah Clark. And so you'll find some motivation both from the booming, booming generation and the millennial generation. And you can kind of share some best practices and tips there. Awesome. So this wraps up today's podcast. And again, we want to thank our value listeners. And as always, if you have any questions you'd like to address, comments, feedback, or have an HR topic that you'd like to hear in the next episode, we can be reached at info at mmhrchangers.com. Again, that is info at mmhrchangers.com, where we are here to help you become the next Mighty Morphin HR Changer. Have a great day. See ya.